Hello again, everybody. Thanks for joining us on localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma, and you've checked in to Moving Up the Ladder, where we speak with experienced professionals to aid in the success of your career. For this episode, we're looking at something that could be holding you back, jealousy. And to talk about this detrimental emotion, we have with us Dr. Judith Orloff. Dr. Orloff is an assistant clinical professor of psychiatry at UCLA and also the author of The Ecstasy of Surrender, 12 Surprising Ways Letting Go Can Empower Your Life, which just recently came out. Thanks for coming on the show today. You're very welcome. Now, the idea of jealousy, I think, of course, we could look up the definition, but I wanted to ask you, how do you define jealousy? And even if you can pertain it to the workplace as well. Well, jealousy is when you want something that somebody else has and you feel lacking because you don't have it. So it's really putting it on yourself based on what somebody else has, essentially? Yes, it's comparing yourself to others and judging yourself as being less than and then feeling extremely miserable about the success or or whatever somebody else has because you compare yourself to them. Is there a reason we do that when I'm clearly it doesn't sound like there's a benefit to it? Is that something just instinctual in us or why does that happen? Well, it's, you know, like I'm a psychiatrist and I've been in practice for over 20 years and I've dealt with a lot of jealous people. (laughs) You know, I I um, work in Los Angeles, so I work a lot in, in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. And, you know, that industry is extremely difficult and <laughs> can imagine. You know, filled with jealousy and backstabbing and, you know, all of that drama. <laughs> you know, so I've seen it and it comes from basically the bottom line is you're not happy with yourself. Mm, okay. You know, and that you can't enjoy somebody else's success and you feel less than somebody else. Jealousy is a very painful feeling. It's a burning and stinging inside. You feel two inches tall. You feel like, you know, something's wrong with you compared to somebody else. So it's extremely painful. And so as a psychiatrist and and in the book, I look at jealousy as something to compassionately understand and try and let go of. So instead, if you see somebody you admire and, you know, if they're more successful, quote, more successful than you or have a relationship you want to try and admire them and emulate them so you can use their techniques to get what you want. Sure. You know, rather than posting them as the enemy. <laughs> in what way then does do these thoughts hold one back? Is it evident in certain behaviors? Is it simply a, a mental challenge? How do you think we get, hold ourselves back then because of jealousy? Well, jealousy keeps you small. Um, it makes you feel like there's something wrong with you, even if you don't believe that, you know, you, if you don't conceptualize it that way on mm-hmm. a deep level, you feel uncomfortable, you feel miserable. It causes stress hormones to flow through the system, adrenaline and cortisol, which constrict blood vessels, cause increased hydrochloric acid, decreases immunity. Um, and it makes you feel terrible about yourself and it wears you down. So it's not a, a positive emotion, but it is one to deal with compassionately in yourself. Sure. Now, you mentioned briefly there the idea that one way to sort of get away from that would be to look at your quote unquote rival or somebody you're jealous of and and emulate, you know, the things they're doing, that the reason they're successful and and understanding how they got to where they are. What are some other tips you could possibly offer up for people out there who are in this position, maybe in in their place of work that says, you know, man, John gets gets all the praise, John gets all the glory and I get nothing over here. I know. It's, it's a horrible feeling when that happens. And, and truly, it's a, it's a very authentic reason to be upset because we all need praise. We all want acknowledgement. All right. But to keep focusing on it, mm-hmm. you know, the degree to which people are obsessed with that, where they can't let it go. Sure. That's where, you know, the surrender comes in, in terms of working with yourself. Instead of using that precious energy to be jealous, 
use your precious energy to heal yourself of that, you know, that, that horrible stinging feeling and begin to focus on what you can do to build up, you know, your praise or be around people who, you know, can give you the praise. And, you know, what really works is hard, but in the workplace, if you really support and wish for the person's happiness that is getting all the praise, mm-hmm. that it can turn it around, but it's very hard. And sometimes <laughs> you just have to act as if. But I suggest everyone, if you want to let go of jealousy, not everyone does. Hmm. You know, they feel entitled to it. You know, they, they want it. They feel, mm, you know, this is unfair, so I'm holding on to my jealousy. But, you know, I, I'm telling you that it's not going to help your body or your looks. If you, you know, people <laughs> who are jealous, you know, years or hold resentments for years, mm-hmm. they look horrible as they age. It's a terrible thing. You don't want to look that way with furrowed brows and, you know, bitter resented, you know, resentment etched on your face. You don't want that. You want to have a lightness of being. And so with jealousy, I always tell my patients to focus on yourself. Look at areas of low self-esteem, you know, where, you know, maybe, you know, you can do some work with that. And sometimes life is unfair. Sometimes you do all the work in the workplace and somebody else gets the praise or steals your ideas. You know, life can be unfair. Some things you cannot control, but what you can control is your attitude about anything. No, you can be kind to yourself. You can go towards people who do give you praise, Mm -hmm. you know, rather than just focusing on the one who isn't giving it to you. Sure. Does it ever become a point of where it's just being ungrateful? And I think everybody goes through this probably in their job at some point where, uh, you know, this is bad or I hate how this is going, you know, but I mean, I'm grateful for my job. Don't get me wrong. But this, this and this, is it come down to being grateful or ungrateful in that situation? You know, it's very hard when someone else gets what you want. I want to acknowledge that. It hurts. You know, it can hurt. But if you stay stuck in that, it's the difficulty. And the key to not staying stuck in it is to look at what you have to be grateful for Mm -hmm. Now, in your life. You know, I've worked with many people on the deathbed and people who have had illnesses. And I'm telling you, when you lose your health, your priorities suddenly shift. Sure. You know, you can't afford to waste all your energy being jealous on somebody else. You've got to focus it towards your own healing. But people on the deathbed never say, you know, I wish I would have worked longer hours. I wish I would have made more money. You know, I wish I you know, could have been more jealous of somebody. <laughs> you know, they never say that. They always say, you know, I just wish I would have spent more time with my family, been more grateful taken risks in my life to live the kind of life I want, you know, and surrendered all that fear and jealousy. They don't, they don't look at it as a good thing. Right. So you don't have to have a crisis happen to you to get to that mindset. And that's why I wrote The Ecstasy of Surrender to help you get there. Even if you don't want to give up jealousy, I, I want to say it's very natural to want to hold on to it, mm-hmm. but it, it won't serve you. And so you have to rise higher than that primal desire to just hold on to it because you're right. That other person is getting the praise and I'm not. <laughs> and that feels horrible. And that's all true. But that's not going to help you to hold on to that. Can there be any benefit in terms of motivation or any other type of benefit from that jealousy? Or maybe it can be at the beginning and eventually it just wears on you. I mean, how would you how would you describe that? Because I feel some people think it can be motivating. Well, it, it sometimes can. It can, but that's more admiration that's motivating. Okay. Jealousy eats at you. Hmm. But if you admire somebody, let's say, who's getting all the praise and they really have some great ideas, sit down with them and find out, you know, their thought process and, you know, how they're operating. And so, you know, admiration can spur you to greatness. Jealousy makes you small. 
So, you know, try and root for the happiness of people who you're jealous of. I had that for a, a long time with being on the New York Times. All my friends were getting on the New York Times list with their books, and I wasn't. <laughs> and I was incredibly jealous, you know, just, oh, it just ate at me. But I worked with it because I saw it as my low self-esteem issue. Mm-hmm. And then finally, over, you know, it took a while because I didn't want it, you see, and that was a big plus for me. So finally, I, I, I was able to be happy for other people. It didn't feel less than. And then when I did get on the New York Times list with emotional freedom, I really enjoyed it. I was working with my own jealousy for, you know, years, really, you know, because that was the one thing that triggered it. And sure. my friends would get on this list and I would be, you know, angry at them for getting something I wanted. But it's, it was part of my healing process. Well, I think I think listeners appreciate hearing that even a professional goes through these types of things just because to understand, as you said, it's natural to have that feeling and, and even want to hold on to it. But in the end, it's going to hurt you. You know, there's a, a movie that I always enjoy. It's called What About Bob? And it's there are funny parts in it where he's talking about taking baby steps. And everything he does is yeah. baby steps to the bathroom, baby steps, touch the door handle. Is that, I know we laugh at that, but is that something that people need to sometimes focus on is just those small steps to get past jealousy? Yes. I mean, that's the basis of how to let go, how to surrender. It's just baby steps, you know, just one day try and root for somebody's happiness that you are jealous of. Just one day, be kind to yourself. You know, a lot of times the physical body, there's a lot of jealousy if people go to yoga class, you know, and they're looking at the beautiful body of the 20-year-old next to them and and comparing their bodies to that. That's kind of self-torture to do that. (laughs) You know, to not do that. You know, just a little baby step. Focus on feeling good during that class or feeling good during that business meeting instead of focusing on that coworker who's doing whatever it is that's making you jealous. When you're in the workplace then specifically, as you mentioned that part there, can that really be seen and felt by those around you, that jealousy that's coming out and, and possibly hurt you in terms of, well, this we can't promote this person because they clearly have a problem with so-and-so. Do you see that as being a potential issue? Well, it is. You know, I talk about in the book, Energy Vampires, people who suck you dry in the workplace, you know, and who make you extremely exhausted and a jealous, competitive, backbiting person can really destroy the milieu of a workplace. Hmm. And so they're not beloved by their coworkers. So you want to create positive energy in the workplace and harboring jealousy or, you know, I talk about gossips. You know, oftentimes people who are jealous turn into gossips where they try and badmouth other people to make them feel better about themselves. So you've got to be really careful with that. And if there's a office gossip, you know, not to feed into that. If they gossip to you as juicy as the tidbits are, just say, I'm not interested, you know, in participating in this. Sure. Well, yeah, and that definitely fits into the advice we'd hear from anybody in the workplace, outside the workplace to uh, avoid those types of situations. Well, we definitely appreciate the conversation. I think it's a uh, Uh, A tricky subject for a lot of people, but I appreciate you coming on and talking about it. We always like to give our guests the final say on our conversation, give the listeners a takeaway from what we've been talking about. Is there anything you'd like to emphasize or touch on once again about jealousy and the effects it might have on us? Uh, Anywhere you want to go with it to finish up today. Because oftentimes people think of surrender as defeat or weakness or something they don't want to do. But what I'm saying in this book is to redefine that by saying, look at what in your life would you benefit from, from surrendering or letting go of, and consider that jealousy might be one of those things. It sounds like a perfect way to wrap up this edition of Moving Up the Ladder. And again, we've been looking at jealousy, whether it be in the workplace or even could it be in your personal life, and how it does hold us back and some ways that you can counteract 
those effects. Helping us along today has been our guest, Assistant Clinical Professor of Psychiatry at UCLA, Dr. Judith Orloff. She's also the author of The Ecstasy of Surrender, 12 Surprising Ways Letting Go Can Empower Your Life. And you can learn more at drjudithorloff.com. That's D-R-J-U-D-I-T-H-O-R-L-O-F-F.com. Judith, thanks again for sharing your insights with us today. Oh, it's been my pleasure. And as always, we want to hear from you, the listeners, as well. If you have any thoughts on future topics for us to cover on LJN Radio, just email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.